Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I'm Arlene Bunnin in for Alex Pearson. And we had a great talk with our panel about trade and the politics involved. But it seems to be changing and moving almost every hour. And now we know that Lighthouser, who is spearheading this from the American point of view, says he wants a deal and that they're putting the pressure on. This is maybe the art of the deal. We're going to see whether it works or not. One thing's for sure is the policies of the president when it comes to trade, not just with NAFTA, but also around the world. And here's how it's going to affect us here in Canada. Those policies have tongues wagging. We're going to get some analysis. Cindy Togham Cherniak is the founding lawyer of Lexage, a boutique international law and sales tax firm in Toronto. Cindy, welcome. Good evening, Arlene. Here we have it. It is, you know, as I mentioned when we had our panel, this is something that wasn't even on the radar during the election campaign. And now look where we are. We uh, were getting some positive indication after a lot of negative uh, information about what was happening in that NAFTA deal. And now they're putting on the pressure here. Is this uh, a greater plan? And is Canada ready for this? Well, I'm not really sure that we know what Trump's plan is. No, he doesn't either, I would say. Um, but uh, we've got a little bit of a reprieve with the 30 days grace, but it's going to go by quickly, and we've, we're going to be reconvening in one week, and the negotiations, everyone, you know, negotiators will get back to the table. They are, you know, I was mentioning there was apparently champagne corks popping in the steel industry across the country, and the Prime Minister came out and said, uh, clearly he realizes, and I think he does realize, these uh, tariffs are not going to work for Canada, although we're we're getting indication very clearly now, uh, they're going to be back in the form of quotas, so we're not going to be able to push those totally out of the way. Is Canada ready for doing this kind of a compromise here? Well, it all depends on what the compromise needs to be. So right now we've got the 30-day exemption. And whether or not uh, this is going to be addressed in NAFTA and there's going to be enough in NAFTA so that the U.S. then comes back and agrees to a permanent exemption, that's a possibility. But Lighthizer is also saying, no, 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 wait a second, we're going to have managed trade with Canada too, and uh, we're going to have quotas and limits on what Canada can export to the U.S. in terms of steel and aluminum. I don't know if if it's a negotiating ploy or whether or not it is an actual position that they are going to be firm and stand by. You know, he needs a win, this president. He's hoping for North Korea, but he needs one. And this is one of the things that he campaigned on. So far, there is no wall, but he can make this NAFTA deal. I think we're starting to feel the pinch here in Canada. There has been a trade tension that's gone on. I mean, let's face it, Cindy, I mean, there was a time where we were hearing back from that bargaining team is they don't want free trade. They don't believe in free trade. And Canada started to look for other dates in the trading world. That's true. We did look for other trading partners, and we've got a number of trading partners. We've now got the Canada-EU CETA. We've Mm -hmm. now uh, agreed to the CPTPP with the Asia-Pacific. 
We're talking to Mercosur. We're talking to India. We're talking to China. Um, so we are, are not putting all our eggs in one basket because we're not entirely sure that uh, NAFTA 2.0 is going to be signed. And even if NAFTA 2.0 is signed in the next two weeks, we don't know if, if President Trump, and I'll, I would put money on the President Trump, actually uh, triggering a withdrawal of NAFTA 1.0 in order to encourage Congress to sign on to and pass the NAFTA 2.0 deal. So you know, we, we have a, a bit of waves ahead, too. And you're right. You know, Cindy, you raised an earlier point, and I just want to pull it out a little bit bigger now, that we don't know what this president is going to do. And I said he doesn't know, which I think I think both of those things are true. You know, he's playing tough with China and pulled on these tariffs and a lot of rhetoric back and forth. And there are many economists in the United States, conservative economists, who are saying, wait, first of all, this is not a conservative thing. Conservatives don't usually like tariffs at all. And they're also warning the president that, you know, actions have consequences and there could be some mistakes here that affect the American economy. That's one thing that's working for Canada. Uh, But again, Cindy, we don't know which way he's going to go on it. No, we don't, and the economists are coming out, and they're saying that you know this could affect the construction industry and the aerospace industry and the food industry who uses aluminum, aluminum cans, utilities, banks. So they are warning, and he doesn't seem to be listening to, to anyone. Uh, but you know, we, we've got to kind of step back and say, okay, is this just a negotiating position that he's trying to create leverage because this is what this president does. He tries to extract as many concessions mm-hmm. as he possibly can through the leverage of some other measure. And uh, the steel tariffs and aluminum tariffs definitely put some pressure on. You know, we had a great political panel discussion in the previous hour. One of the things we talked about is that, I mean... I- we look at Canada. Are we walking the walk? We don't even have free trade within provinces. We have protectionism. Is there something we can learn and take away here on this? Well, we do have, uh, you know, the, the U.S. is coming after Canada in terms of supply management and some of the longstanding issues that do exist. We, we mm-hmm. aren't perfect, uh, but, uh, you know, they are, they are trying to get these concessions, including the de minimis threshold, um, that right now only $20 can come in duty-free if you order online, and the U.S. Uh, has an $800 threshold, and they'd like Canada to increase their de minimis threshold to $800 so that if you ordered from Amazon U.S., you could buy up to $800 worth of goods and not pay duty or GST at the border. So there are a number of things that the U.S. would like to accomplish through the NAFTA 2.0 negotiations. It, it is. Is Canada got to get going here? I mean, do we have to change things around? It seems that, you know, we're adamant, and this group has been very good, including our prime minister heading down and telling all the communities and the towns and the mayors and the governors and the senators saying, you know, this is how it's going to hurt you. On the other hand, they an old adage says it's best to get your own house in order. Are we asking for too much here? I don't think we're asking for too much. I think that the U.S. is asking for a lot, and and Mm -hmm. the question is, when do we offer the right and particular concessions? And so at this point in time, I think the Canadian negotiators, who are great, by the way, um, Mm -hmm. are 
dealing with the issues. They've rolled up their sleeves. They're working on autos. They're working on dispute settlement. They're working on a number of the, the key topics that are uh, of interest and are important. And, but before the deal is done, we are going to have some discussion on the harder points as well. And we're not going to be given enough time to get our uh, interprovincial trade house in order before we have to sign off to uh, NAFTA 2.0. No, we're heading to the final. And as we said, we're under the gun. We are on Lighthouser. They want it. They want it in a few weeks. Is this an advantage for Canada? Or is this going to make us sign on the dotted line here? Well, that is a very good question, and I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, I, they definitely are trying to add the heat um, and put some leverage uh, in play, and they want Canada to offer greater concessions. Uh, but whether or not we have lines that we won't cross and the U.S. have demands that they must receive, I don't know who, which side is going to blink on these issues, but I do know that the Canadian negotiators are working really hard and we've got a we've got a great team of you know conservatives, liberals, unions, mm-hmm. corporations, bureaucrats, all working hard together. And uh, I'm going to put my money on the Canadian team uh, because they they are doing a great job. They are. Was it a mistake though? And we've you know debated as we get closer to the finish line. My final question: yeah. There doesn't seem to be a lot of mention about gender equality, environment, all those progressive things that this uh, this fresh prime minister wanted to show the world that he was bringing to a trade agreement. I take it they're not included. Well, I think environment and labor are being included, and the negotiation that took place under the TPP agreement will get incorporated into the NAFTA 2.0 agreement. But whether or not we include a chapter on gender and uh, Indigenous rights, I'm not entirely sure whether or not we're going to have those two progressive chapters added. I hope to see the gender chapter but uh, I'm not entirely sure that the U.S. is going to agree to that chapter or, or the Mexican uh, negotiators as well. Cindy togum Cherniak, thank you for your time. You have a great evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cindy is the founding lawyer, Lesage. It's a boutique international trade law and sales tax firm in Toronto. This is Global News Radio.